This is a Spada Podcast, episode 12. It's 12.35 a.m. I'm sitting in front of this camera, uh, sitting in front of this microphone, trying to think of what to say, kind of babbling on, thinking of what to say. Got the recording going, don't even know if I'm going to use it. It's like writer's block. What do you do when you have writer's block? In this case, podcast block? It makes me think of why other podcasts that I listen to have co-hosts. And every time like the best conversations come out, I have to be talking with someone. Right? And... Who is that someone? Sometimes it's my kids. Sometimes it's a student. Sometimes it's my wife. But you know what? Right now I'm just kind of talking to you. It's different from being in class. I'm talking to you, the individual. If you want to listen, I know something that I'll say could be heard. I say that to my kids all the time. It's like the only time you'll ever listen is when you want to hear something. And I think that's true to a unbelievable effect. There's a quote that I'm thinking of. And this quote, it goes something like, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And you know, the teacher really is anything. It could be anything. It could be just walking down the street. It could be folding your clothes. Something that you really take for granted on an everyday basis. And there's no lesson in it because you're not really looking. You don't want to see it. I'm not saying that you're refusing to see it. I'm saying that the lack of wanting to see it is the same thing as not wanting it. So when is it, when is it do you want to do the basics? Well, I think you have to suffer some level of pain. So let's, let's take martial arts. A lesson that I put on just recently was on the fighting stance. And that's it. And this was in the advanced class. The advanced class where you're supposed to do these hyper-complicated whatevers to get these exercises going. And what I did was I went all the way back to the beginning. The basic fighting stance. Nothing in, nothing in particularly complicated, just the stance. And I invited one of my students to come up and I asked, All right, I want you to stand there and I want you to feel so confident that everything is covered. Like you, how would you stand? Show me your fighting stance and feel confident that nothing is going to get hit. Right. And that I did caveat that, you know, the legs would be open. So, but that wasn't part of the exercise. It was something on how the hands were, where the weight distribution was at how the elbows are to the sides and your shoulders are relaxed, chin tucked down, stomach hollowed. And I said, I'm going to hit you now. And all of a sudden, the tightness of the stance became tighter as I approached. I'm going to do like some boxing thing. So I do this over right hand and I do like a, a body 
body hook with my left hand. And, you know, it's not, not, not too hard, but hard enough for it to be respected. Right? And then the stance changes, weight distribution changes, legs kind of settle into the floor. You hunker down a little bit. The hips become lower. The center of gravity becomes more controlled. And the breathing and the eyes, they all start to focus. And there could be, there's this sense of seriousness that starts to take over. Where was that during the very first day of class? Like the lesson now is there because they want to defend properly. And it's from the level of, I don't want to get hit. Right? Translate that to some kid that you tell, you know you have to take care of your books. You know you have to fix your bed. You know that you have to brush your teeth. And the technical answer when they're first taught to brush their teeth is, yeah, of course, I don't want to have stinky breath. I don't want to have cavities. I don't want it to look yellow. I want, you know, that's what you told me to do. I have to brush my teeth. But as that kid gets years and years and years of more repetitions of brushing their teeth every day, all of a sudden there is this desire to want to brush the teeth. And they hunt for this thing, this desire. And then you wake up one day and you have to brush your teeth because you want to brush your teeth. Like when did that, when did that become something special? Like you have to do this thing. And it doesn't come from self-discipline anymore. We got past that. You did, you did so many reps and all of a sudden you got to, you got to brush your teeth. Do you know that feeling? Probably because maybe you got a toothache one day. Some level of pain that you just didn't want to take anymore. And you, you knew that the maintenance that you had to do, the, the exercise that you had to do, the activity that you had to do was just this simple thing. And you know everything there is to know about this simple thing because it's meaningful now. It has purpose. So my student standing there, shoulders a little bit more relaxed, but angled to me in such a way that they don't have to put it up to their face, you know. And this kicks, this fighting stance was tight. I couldn't do anything. And I invited the next person up. So, okay, I'm going to hit you hard. Are you okay with that? Actually, no, wait, let me, let me take that back. The invitation for the next person was, is there someone out here that I can hit pretty good? And I, I think I said it something like that. One of my big muscular students, he comes out into the middle of the floor. He said, okay, how about me? I said, okay, good. I'm going to hit you. Ready? And as soon as he said yes, I throw this body hook right to the stomach and you could see this big flex. They don't want to, they don't want it to hurt. But he stood there confidently. Didn't flinch, stoic face, confident. And that's like the kind of kick stance, fighting stance that I want all students to have. This level of confidence has to come from something. Where does it come from? Probably got came from being punched in the face, hit in the gut, kicked in the leg, you know, many times over. And all of a sudden there is this, 
there is this desire to want to do it right. Something basic, something simple. Jiu-jitsu, closed guard, right? You're tired of getting your guard passed. Like in the beginning, your very first lesson of this is how you tie your ankles together, this is how you bite with your heels, and this is how you pinch with your knees, and how you can maneuver using the lower half of your body. You can maneuver your opponent to be off-balanced. And you thought, oh, this is such a simple thing. And the next thing you know, you have a purple belt around your waist, and you're like, I didn't practice biting my heels before. Now it's like way better. I'm the, I don't even have to get smashed. I'm not like getting stacked on my neck anymore. It's so painful. I, if I just did that from the very beginning, I would have saved myself so much grief, so much pain, this simple thing. And there's some students that would tell me later on, like in Filipino martial arts class, I, I talk about a very sw- small and subtle movement of the angle that they're swinging the stick in a diagonal angle, like it's like this four forehand that comes from the top to the bottom. We call that angle one. And there is this little tiny detail that I say about the pinky side of the hand and how you're supposed to feel with this elbow rotation, how you can lead it, how you can make it more efficient, how you can use gravity. So you don't have to just use muscular power. You can use leverage. You can use science, basically, to increase the power, the result of the motion you're trying to create. I mean, it's those simple things. Those simple things. I put a quote picture. Is that what you call them? No, meme, right? That's what you call them, right? Memes. So my Instagram post has this quote. It says, simplicity is the ultimate form of sophistication. Man, there's so much behind that from what I was just talking, what I'm talking about right now. There's so much behind that. I remember in my 20s that, you know, every shiny new thing I wanted to get, I wanted to buy it, right? I used my credit card. And you do this for the next, well, not you, me. I do this for like the next 10 years. New shiny thing, want to buy it. Use the credit card. I'll pay it back later. Keep doing it. Now here I am, 40 years old, and I just don't, here's the next shiny thing. You know, you know what I do? I look at it and go, oh, look, it's a new shiny thing. Don't need it. Like it's something that your like my mom would tell me. You don't need that. Do you know the difference between need and want? Yes, mom, I know the difference. But now it's like different. If she asked me now, I'll be like, yeah, yes, mom, I I do know what it means, and I really don't need it. Speaking of mom, this Sunday coming up is Mother's Day. Make sure that you remember Mother's Day. Just those simple pieces of advice, super small nuggets. When we were given these these tidbits that just was so invaluable, we saw it as glass, when they actually gave us the diamond from the very beginning. And you wouldn't see this diamond until you 
finally get some level of pain. And I think the pain is important. So whatever pain that you're going through right now, know that it is required. It's an investment because you can't tell your story with the success that you're about to achieve if you've never had the struggle. The struggle is important. It's fine. And you know that that advice probably somebody else gave it to you many, many, many years ago, way before I'm saying it on this podcast episode. But now it's more meaningful. Maybe it was your mom who gave you that advice. Don't take things for granted. The basics is what sets our life, found life's foundation strong. Don't skip over the basics. Take your time to do it right from the beginning. So that way, when the advanced level things come up, you don't see it as advanced. You only see it as another basic. Just modify Anyway, I'll go ahead and end this episode. Thank you for listening. I'll see you in the next one.